Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Fudge and Meat. My name is Anastasia, and I'm Meat. And my name is Lily, and I'm Fudge. Now, we are very excited to announce we have been given a new opportunity in the world of sports. This opportunity even gained us some more roomies and ballers. Welcome. If you're, if you're a new roomie baller, welcome. Um, but if you check out the ColorCast app, we are now their Packers commentators. So every Packer game, if you don't want to listen to some old white dudes being boring, you can listen to us instead. So get the app. We'll be calling the games. We'll be making jokes. Um, as Lily just said, did people click on us because we have pretty pictures? Probably. And did they stay for the good content? Maybe. Uh, maybe. Debatable. <laughs> uh, I, we, we think we're funny. We well, think and we're I, funny. Some, some of the comments said we were funny. I was a little amazed. I was like, if you think we're funny, your sense of humor is totally off. But, you know, welcome. Again, it astounds us that we even have a following here with our normal podcast. But honestly, I would recommend just checking out ColorCast because it's a really fun new take on how you can listen to sports commentary, um, especially, like, live. And it's a lot more engaging. It's a lot more social. So mm-hmm. I'd recommend listening to games on there and especially listening to us. Listen to us. This is not an ad, guys. Um, we no. tried out the app for the first time. It's a new startup. We had a lot of fun. Uh, we can invite you guys to the hot seat. So we can add you for 60 seconds if you want to give your take or talk to us or have a question. There's also a comment section where we can read the comments live and answer them and talk about them. So if you like Fudge and Meat, this podcast, um, that might be a great way to connect with us. And also, it's just another It's another level, we'll say. It's Hell another yeah. level. But now... Let's get into the works. We covered Monday Night Football, and wow, I feel a lot better. That was a rebound, um, in a sense. I was feeling really distraught after the first game. Uh, To lose in the first game of the season and to lose by such a margin, it really hurt. And I think it's mostly because because it's the first game and we haven't seen the Packers play otherwise. It made us very unsure if this was a random loss, you know, you, you win some, you lose some, you got to lose some. Mm-hmm. It, it made us very unsure if this was a random loss or if somehow we lost it and we were going to be continuing to lose during the season. Uh, mm-hmm. But after playing the Lions, it seems like we got our groove back together and hopefully that was a one-time thing. Yeah, I think this Lions game, again, a lot of people discredit the Lions and say that they're just not a very talented team, which good you know, might be true. But I think at the very least, this does build up our confidence and shows us that shows the Packers that they have a lot of raw talent and chances Mm. to really win some big games this season. Um, I I think I think the Lions, even though people really do discredit them, I think they were a great team to evaluate uh, the Packers by because they do have a lot of young talent. And that's probably why they're not so great yet. You know, they got to train these guys up. A lot of rookies, Amon Ross St. Brown, um, they got Cephas. Um, and the Packers did win by a large margin, which mm-hmm. is probably expected. But they do have a lot of young talent. And they also have a defense that is quite similar to the Saints. It's a 5-2 defense, uh, five guys on the quarterback. So um, that really was a problem spot for us on Sunday night. So to see us be able to overcome that type of defense really showed that we learned from our mistakes and we grew. And I think it was a great starting point to evaluate where the Packers are at. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know if you felt this way, but honestly, I thought the Lions were a way better team than they get credit for again. I uh, agree. Perfect, I think Jared but... Goff, 
yeah. is I think Jared Goff has a great arm. He's a he's a funny dude. Um, I think they have a fantastic running game. Swift was killing it the whole game, and Insane. then they got these rookie wide receivers who are also who are already very talented as rookies in their first and second year. So give them a few more years and just watch how this team will grow. Um, I'm gonna say you know watch out for the Lions in a few years. I think they have a lot of young talent. Um, maybe not a lot of raw talent on the quarterbacks end, but Jared Goff has been working hard, and I think it's paid off for him. I agree. So just wanted to give kind of credit where credit's due. I know this is mm-hmm. a weird episode already for me to be shouting out the Lions, but I honestly just wanted to say because I do feel like... You're not going to see this for the Bears point. and Vikings episode. You won't see it then. I promise. No, it, I just want to say they were a really worthy opponent. Um, and that's why Very I think worthy. it is important to really look at how the Packers did against them. Um, and just kind of consider that we had a pretty damn good game. Yeah, so I think the first thing I want to start off by doing is just highlighting some players who did a fantastic job during the game and talking about what went so well for them. So starting with the Lions, uh, we already mentioned Amon Ross St. Brown and Cephas. Mm-hmm. Cephas was coming into his second year. He really wanted to make a name for himself, and I think he did. He seemed to be the most reliable receiver downfield, um, and he was catching a lot of amazing passes. You know, so he had some heavy coverage on him sometimes. You know, sometimes he had Kevin King on him, so... Maybe we'll let him have it. Uh, But I I think he is meshing really well with the team, and it seems like he's developed that level of trust with Jared Goff. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. Genuinely. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't have much more to say say on that topic other than that I do agree. um, And then I would say they've got Hawkinson. We mm-hmm. are big fans of a tight end. I love a oh, tight yeah. end. I'm a, I'm a tight end uh, champion. I love those guys. Hawkinson, you know, yeah. I mean, once again, very reliable weapon, but I think what's great about Hawkinson is just his sheer size. He's a mm-hmm. big dude. You know, that it took a while for him to for him to go down, and I think that's probably why he's such a great target for Goff. Also, uh, we mentioned this during our live stream that Goff, is not very confident in his downfield passes. So while it was great that, you know, Cephas and Amon Ra were getting those catches, he's really amazing with the short um, the short passes and the sidearms. So I think that's why Hawkinson was targeted so much and why he was so successful, is that mm-hmm. he's in the position where Jared Goff is very comfortable. Yeah. And again, too, amazing run game. Just phenomenal. Oh. So again, there, Let's it's get into that. amazing. Talk a little bit about Swift, man. Talk a little bit about Swift. He just seemed unstoppable. Again, Aaron Jones was having quite a good game, which we'll obviously get to. But Swift (laughs) was just really killing it. He was putting up some big numbers for the Lions, and seems like he's going to kind of be a really important uh, piece for them, not only this season, but probably for a long time to come. Absolutely. He had this play where he literally hurdled a Packers player. And listen, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of the Lions. We're Packers fans here, but there's nothing more. I, there's no, I love nothing more than a good hurdle in the game of football. When you it's see one 200-pound man jump over another one, it's incredible. It's like seeing it's a exciting. unicorn. <laughs> we love it. And then also they have Jamal Williams. 
Um, now, Jamal has just left the Packers. So upset. I really wish mm. that we had kept Jamal on the paycheck rather than Kevin King. That's what I would have liked to see. Um, but I think what we're most happy about is that he really deserves his spot as RB1, and he got mm-hmm. it with the Lions, and they're really appreciating him, and he's doing really, really well there. Um, I, I adore him. I think his personality is incredible. I think he's a talented guy, and so I really wish him the best, and I'm really happy to just see him thriving with the team. I'm trying not to cry right now because... It's, it's really sad because I love Jamal Williams. I don't think there was a game where we didn't talk about him or talk about, like, his post-game or pre-game God, because he's freaking hilarious. Funniest he's guy. So funny. Underrated talent, too. Just, I don't know. Absolutely I think he's underrated. so slept that's on. Why, well, that's why I'm so glad the Lions have given him this opportunity, because he really deserves it. I agree. Could not agree more. And I would also like to say right now... Um, we are not currently sponsored by the Detroit Lions to say any of this. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we might want to put that in there. No one's paying us to say this. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm tied up in a chair, gun to my head. <laughs> yeah, Jared Goff is like, come on, come on. <laughs> Jared Goff is really, really talented and amazing. <laughs> he's, he's really handsome, too. <laughs> he didn't fumble the ball. I, I mean... <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> it was definitely not a fumble. <laughs> um, just a bad play. Accident. No, I mean, like we said, I think that's something you're going to see a little bit more of now that we're commentating and calling the games is that we're really paying attention to both sides, especially their offense. And, you know, every team's going to have some positives. And I think the Lions, I'm, I'm partial to them because... You know, I'm a fan of the St. Browns. I think Amon Ross talented. I'm also such a fan of Jamal Williams that, you know... I don't like the Lions. They're an NFC team. There's going to be a little hatred there. Um, but I'm a fan of some of their players. I think they're really the only NFC North team I don't despise because I feel bad for them most of the time. Um, so they have a little bit yeah, of Yeah, I, th- I think that's really accurate. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I just feel bad. Now, getting to the Packers, some star players um eric stokes is is one of them on defense um i we were definitely really worried about our defense kevin king was a disaster like always um he had like one good play Um, uh, but eric stokes we we were expecting to see a lot more of him i think because we were especially expecting to see him take the place of kevin king and not play alongside Mm -hmm. him you know because we've got jair alexander we've got darnell savage and of course jair had a great game as he does um but we saw a lot of great coverage from eric stokes and he really prevented the lions from putting some points on the board and like i said jared goff is not always very confident with those downfield passes and eric stokes is there to make sure that they didn't happen um yeah yeah, i was just really impressed with his performance yeah. Me too. I, I think when you're a rookie coming into the NFL, it, the NFL is always so different from college. So you mm-hmm. never know how a rookie is going to perform. You know, the guy who won the Heisman in college might become a nobody in the NFL. You have mm-hmm. no idea. Everyone's a professional. Um, and I think we expected more of Eric Stokes and we're shocked to see him not really put his foot down uh, in the first game. But he he held his own weight here. Yeah, I mean, again, I think a lot of it for rookies, just a lot of it can, that plays into it can be um, just pure confidence and how you feel mm. about being out there and being like, hey, I'm a, I'm a big man now. I'm a big man on campus. How am I going to react to playing this way? And again, I really 
think a lot of it is chalked up to confidence and just going out there and acting like you belong because, mm. hey, you were drafted. You were playing in an NFL game. You do belong. And they're putting you in first string. They're putting you in there. So, you know, you got to get your confidence up and you got to play the damn game. <laughs> Exactamento. Um, like you said, Aaron Jones, huge game. Can you look up what his fantasy points were in that game? Oh, yeah. Uh, Aaron I think Jones, 40 something, 41. Obscene. Let me check. Obscene. Now, the thing is with Aaron Jones is um, he was definitely, he had the most carries this game, definitely the biggest target of Rodgers, ton of handoffs, and he got many, many points on the board, which, Mm -hmm. you know, I think we kept returning to him because he was so successful in this game. But what I thought was really interesting is that um, against the Saints, when our running game was failing and when Aaron Jones was not producing the yards that we wanted to see, we still kept handing the ball off to Aaron Jones. So mm-hmm. I, I I don't know what that says about the first Saints game. I think there's something interesting going on with the offense, maybe the offensive coordinator. Um, but, like, shout out Aaron Jones. You did fantastically. But I'm going to get a little negative here. Considering okay. how the game went against the Saints, right? Aaron Jones against the Lions. How many fantasy points was it? Um, 41.5. 41.5. He did fantastically he got so many touchdowns like so many um, Hella. like it, it was ridiculous four uh four touchdowns last game like jesus he was doing incredibly but against the saints you know it wasn't working too well and we kept going to aaron jones and the saints defense was stopping us like like no other um and so I, I really do want to see Aaron Rodgers is the guy for those downfield passes. Aaron Rodgers is the guy, you know, to target someone with heavy coverage and get the ball right in his hands. Um, and so I'm, I'm just saying I'm quite shocked to see us really push the running game, especially when it's failing. And I would love to see more of, you know, Aaron Rodgers won MVP last year. Let's use him. Mm-hmm. I, I just was kind of frustrated with the lack of variety. Um, in the plays we were making because it did feel like we were tending to just either have um, Aaron Jones run it or uh, pass to Devontae. And I will say, I do enjoy seeing Jones targeted. I think if you're going to switch it up a bit or switch it up with him and continue to go to him, I'd be interested in seeing a few more passes like that. Um, You know, a short pass to him instead of just a handoff. But mm-hmm. we have these talented guys, and the entire game we were saying, why aren't we throwing it to Cobb? Well, um, there was, there was Cobb, Cobb is open, like, half the time. I saw a beautiful play um, where Alan Lazard made a cut to the center, and Robert Tunyon was kind of right in the way, so the defender didn't catch up to Lazard. Wide open, wide open. Mm-hmm. He could have had a beautiful catch, made so many yards, and, you know, something's just not happening there. So maybe it's... I don't. I personally don't think it's a call from Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think Aaron loves to be a little risky, mm-hmm. but I just I'm I'm curious what's going on with the coaching there and why we're sticking to the running game because, you know, we when you have Aaron Rodgers, I think those downfield passes and even a short pass, like it's less safe, right? You know, the balls in the air can be intercepted. It can be fumbled. You know, it, it so many things can happen. It might not be completed, but we've got the guy who can make that happen. So I, I'm i struggling to understand why we're sticking to the running game, especially when we were failing so badly with it on Sunday. Well, 
And especially, too, I think we did not target MVS. Aaron Rodgers didn't target MVS very much. And I think the few times he did, they were just overthrown passes. It wasn't necessarily yeah, that. Yeah, they, I mean, in the last game when MVS was in the end zone, he didn't get the ball, but it wasn't because of him. It was because Rodgers threw it a little too low and way far off to his left. Um, and so it was just impossible for MVS to get that ball. So absolutely not on him. Um, but yeah, I, I think when MVS has been targeted, maybe Rodgers is expecting him to be a little bit quicker than he is because they're all overthrown and, you know, that doesn't happen with other players. So, mm-hmm. so maybe, I don't, I don't know what's going on there. I, maybe their understanding of each other is just not that strong yet. Um, but I, I'd like to see a little more variety, especially with Randall Cobb. He clearly still has it. Yeah. He's playing. He's in, he's in the game. A lot of times it's open. Um, I will say at least uh, at first, I think in the first half, I don't think that Tanyan was targeted enough, and that disappointed me, but hey. But in the second half. He showed up. He's another one I wanted to bring up is, like, Robert Tunyon. It was funny because when we were live commentating, we kept going, give us Tunyon, give us Tunyon. And then Tunyon got a huge, big play, or a a pass, and we're like, oh, there's Tunyon. We called it. And then we're like, give us Tunyon, give us Tunyon. And, you know, he got a touchdown. It was a beautiful, Mm -hmm. beautiful play. Um, But, like we said, number one pass catcher in the NFL last year, scored that beautiful touchdown. He's very reliable, you know. I feel like when he gets his hand on the ball, he gives us some yards or he gets a touchdown. Um, as -hmm. soon as he started to be targeted, you know, he, he brings a lot of motion to the game. He, he drives us forward. And I think he really is a strong player for us. And I want to see him target. Like we said, we're big tight end fans. I love a tight end. (laughs) Exactly. That makes it out of context. Please don't take that out of context. (laughs) We love a good tight end. I love, I love tight ends. (laughs) I just, they're... I, that was one of those positions that I was always like, I don't get it. I don't get the point of a tight end, but... And then we got... Well, that's because we had Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. Oh, God. Um, I, I think Jimmy Graham... Jimmy Graham made me question why tight ends existed. And then Robert Tunyon... It, it's like... it's It was like... Leaving a religion, leaving a religion, and then finding God. Like, that's, that's yeah, like, how it felt with we Robert found Tunyon. Him. We had a spiritual it moment. It was like we a had conversion. <laughs> I did have a spiritual awakening to Robert Tunyon. That is the best way to put it. And I mean, Travis Kelsey exists. Shout out. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. God, I love me a tight end. You know, great. I don't know. Just a position... I didn't expect to just absolutely fall in love with. Um, so I like to see our tight ends being targeted. I do. I do indeed. Oh, we should indeed. acknowledge, though, Jay Sternberger was released. Ugh, I was actually not really expecting that. I feel like maybe um, I haven't really seen him in the game as much, and I think it's because we do have Robert Tunyon. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, when he was in, I, I thought he was pretty decent, you know? I liked what he was producing, and obviously, you know, it's like having Devontae Adams. You can't always give the ball to Devontae Adams. You need an Alan Lazard. You need an MVS. Just, you know, you gotta mix it up. So I'm, I'm quite shocked to see Sternberger go. I didn't yeah. call that. Um, but best of luck to him. I think he's also quite talented. 
Yeah, I hope he can find somewhere to play and get some time because I really saw a lot of potential in him. I did not expect us to release him. I was very shocked um, and actually quite saddened because he was pretty reliable for us. Of course, Tunyon is our TE1, but still. You know, there's one person in the game, just overall, who I've been expecting to see a lot more of, mm -hmm. but is not being used. I won't, do you know who I'm thinking? On offense. No, I am not. I do not know who you're thinking. AJ Dillon. Oh! I think, I think he's one that when we drafted him in last year... I think we were expecting AJ to have a really big impact last year with his uh, first year in the NFL. You know, he was handed the ball a good few times, but, you know, it was alongside Jamal and, and Aaron Jones. So there were a good few running backs. He didn't have that many um, mm -hmm. carries. Uh, but we got rid of Jamal. Mm -hmm. And so AJ Dillon is kind of taking that spot. And I was like, all right, I see what's happening. We're going for an Eddie Lacy vibe. We want mm -hmm. the big bulldozer doesn't go down. We saw a little bit of that once – once he had a carry and there was a guy on each leg and A.J. Dillon just did not go down. But I was expecting him to be used a lot more than he is. And I feel like the plays he's had, I haven't been wildly impressed. Um, he's not a bad player by any means, but I feel like he's just, I you know, I was expect expecting like the big dude bust through their defense, you know, give us a good few yards. Kind of like Eddie Lacy was the guy we used when we needed two yards. It went to Eddie Lacy because he would just bust through that and get those two yards. And it's mm -hmm. interesting to see that, you know, we're not really using A.J. Dillon in that way. It kind of just stuck to Aaron Jones, and it did in the first game as well. It just feels like he's just being used, period. Not that we're not that the Packers are, like, using him, um, because – we are putting him in in big moments, and it seems like there's a lot of trust in him, but it does just kind of feel more like we're trying to use him in the exact same way we would use Aaron Jones. Yeah, instead of looking at what he's really good for and the type of player he can be and how he can be utilized in certain situations. So I've been a little underwhelmed, I think, when we've seen him in games and I don't want that to fall on the shoulders of that I'm underwhelmed by him as a player but I'll kind of give him the benefit no, of the I, doubt right now I agree say... I think I'd like to see a little bit more um, mm -hmm. we were saying this people kept asking us to make these calls on these players we haven't seen like do you think Jordan Love is a legend or not? And, you know, honestly, it's like, we don't fucking know. <laughs> like, this dude played preseason, and then we put him in when we were winning, and we put him in when we sucked. So, like, yes. I don't know enough about this kid that he's... I've never seen him in the NFL before this year, right? I'm not going to call if he's going to be a legend or not yet, because, you know, some guys come to the NFL, and they're incredible, and it, it fades, and some guys, you know, work their way up and becoming even more incredible. Um, mm -hmm. And A.J. Dillon was, is one of those guys where I don't want to call yet if I think he's good or not, but I'm underwhelmed with the performance we're, giving, we're being given considering we got rid of Jamal and last year it, it seems like we were using him a little bit more. Yeah, like, this game seemed like we just, again, like we have already talked about, we just kept going to Aaron Jones play after play after play after play 
And again, I would say that he was still primarily used above Shamal Williams last year, but it felt like it was more like out of three plays, two-thirds of those were to Aaron Jones, one-third to Jamal Williams. Right now, it feels almost more like one-fifth are going to A.J. Dillon versus four-fifths. I agree. It might even be like a bigger margin than that. It's just, it's interesting. That That's what mm-hmm. I'll say. It's interesting. Um, players we were disappointed in, Kevin King. That's it. That's my list. I just... Kevin. I just Kevin. don't get it. I still don't get it. Kevin. Kevin. The, ima- the amount of times Kevin King... It, the thing is, is like it's not even like he leaves uh, the, 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 the offensive player wide open. It's not like, mm-hmm. you know, he's way behind him. You know, the guy makes a cut and he's lost. He's always right there. So yep. I don't know what the hell he's doing. <laughs> Every time a ball is caught downfield, you just see Kevin King standing there like a big fat idiot, like yep. two feet away from the ball. And he's like, oh shit, that's where it is. Like, come on. Come on, Kevin. I will say. No, no shade to him as like a person. I'm sure you're a lovely no. person, Kevin. But <laughs> when it comes to your capabilities as as a safety, I'm just concerned and confused (laughs) i will say there was one play where i was like he was covering somebody and um it was an incomplete pass and i was like oh did he actually have we were like kevin (laughs) and then but then then the thing was the very next play (laughs) no this is not what i was gonna say but also that when they replayed it he didn't do anything it was just (laughs) like why the receiver just wasn't able to make a connection there just slipped yeah he really wasn't like it wasn't like he did anything that or had particularly good coverage. It was just that the wide receiver wasn't able to make the catch, and I was kind of like, "Oh." Have you seen all those memes about quarterbacks? <laughs> Where it's like, it's like when the quarterback throws the ball out of bounds and CBs are in the background, like, "Yeah." <laughs> have you seen those memes? I see so many of them. Um, I have. No, there's another there's another play where Kevin King actually did bat the ball out of the guy's hands, you know, push out of bounds. I was like, we were like, it was in the beginning, we were like, Kevin King, and then the very next play, just let Cephas get like twenty yards, and we were like, oh, there we go. <laughs> that's like, the boy. That's the Kevin King we know and love. <laughs> like, I again, we are just so puzzled by it. And again, my father and brother. We're vouching for him, and we're saying all these great things about him, and like, well, he's so tall, and have, you know, he has good hands. Have seen him? Okay, he's tall. Have you seen the man play football? Yeah, I was like, what Kevin King have you been watching? Because I don't think we're watching the same <laughs> Clearly, one. Clearly, someone texted me and was like, watching Jamal Williams versus Kevin King, knowing that we kept Kevin over Jamal really stings right now. I was like, yeah, it hurts. That hurts us on the daily. I just, we don't get it. That is a decision we will never understand. No, I, dear God, I don't know what's going on there. But, you know, it's, Maddie Daddy seems to see something in him. I don't know. Coach Matt, please. Watch us, like, keep him for forever, too. Oh, my God, yeah, this dude, this dude's contract is probably going to be extended next time it comes around. (laughs) 
<laughs> He'll be on the Packers until he retires. Oh, God. Don't, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Um, but overall, I think I think we saw some good things from both teams. We said Jared Goff, uh, some bad things. Let's talk about good things, both teams, bad things. Jared Goff is great in the pocket. He analyzes the field really, really well. And like we said, maybe he doesn't complete all of his passes, but his targets are usually where they're intended to be and his short passes are incredible but I think a lot of that had to do with the Lions had quite a strong O-line but also our defense our linemen were really not putting enough pressure there you know we really gave Jared there's one play where he had like a five whole seconds to just fucking spin in circles and dance around before he made his pass and I so there's definitely a weakness um on our linemen there in the defense that's not very surprising I think we usually see stuff like that, but also Z Smith was out, and mm-hmm. we know it, he doesn't usually play like the classic lineman role. I don't even know if I want to call him a lineman, but he was out, and I think he has a big, big impact on the team. Um, also, we saw Rodgers, our O line, crumbled, and we saw Rodgers um, get sacked a good few times. But you know, in the same way that Z Smith was out, I don't. I, I don't think David Bakhtiari is the O-line, but David Bakhtiari is wildly talented, and I think we could have saved saved Rodgers from a sack or two if we had our center right there. Yeah, they're just, they both just play such a big factor um, in our defense or our, in our O-line. And I will say it was nice to see Rashawn Gary have a good game and Preston yes, Smith have love a good Rashawn. game. But it just does hurt to not have those guys Playing. Yeah, I mean, clearly clearly they don't determine if we win or lose. You know, we won by a large margin, enough that we put in Jordan Love to waste time on the clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but but it, def- it definitely goes to show that we make a lot more mistakes and we're not as clean without them. You know, our, our game's a little sloppy and we, we let go of some things because these guys do have a huge impact. Um, so I'm very excited to see them come back in the future. Uh Oh, God, I hope... I don't know how bad Z Smith's back injury is, but I'm really hoping it's better um, when it comes to the 49ers. I'm quite worried about that. Now, I actually think we have more um, of a rivalry between the 49ers than we do the Lions because the 49ers were the reason two years ago when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl that we were out of the playoffs and... It hurts. I, it still hurts because it's now twice that we've made it. We've made it so far, so close to the Super Bowl. You know, the Bucks last game. I I think I'm I'm not a Bucks fan. I don't like Tom Brady, but at least they won. Like we we lost to the winner. Um, mm-hmm. But the 49ers, I. Uh, it the, hurts. They're like our Achilles heel, in that no matter what. That's just, they're just the one team. They're like the thorn in our back that we just, they always hurt. They always hurt us, and I never look forward to playing them because I never have any hope. And I know that sounds terrible, but I really, I've never had a matchup against them where I felt confident in any way. I am always very pessimistic and or scared. So I, it, I don't care if this makes me a bad fan. I'm just really not. I'm not optimistic, <laughs> no matter how down bad they are. I'm not either. But, but you know, we we did beat them last season, so maybe we can bring that back. 
Maybe we can beat them. Give me a reason to be Maybe. more. Give me a reason give to be Give me a reason more to believe. Give I me a reason to believe. It's just that, like, gut feeling thing where you're like, we always have a hard time against them. Hopefully this time's different. But, and it's just a hard time that takes a little bit more effort for us to beat them rather than we have a hard time against them and lose. But, hey, maybe I'll try to, before the game starts, I am going to try to, leading up to it, my goal is to become slightly more optimistic and hopeful of a decent game. There we go. There we go. So if you guys want to tune into us for that game, get the ColorCast app. As soon as the game starts, you'll see a bunch of options for the Packer games. Um, There is a way. If you click on a cast and you don't see us there, go on whatever cast is there, and in the top right corner, there should be an option, a little button, and you can find other casts. I'm hoping that will be the top one because we were the top one last week. Um, But tune in for us on ColorCast if you want to hear us call the... 49ers game. Yeah, it should be a fun time yet again. Um, we really had a Woo-hoo. blast doing it, and we would love to just see some of our some of our roomie and ballers. Roomies um, and ballers. Tune in are to you us a there. roomie or are you a baller? Let, Let us, us know. <laughs> We've been having well, that um, concludes. I was gonna say we have a lot of ballers at the moment. We're looking for some we, more roomies. We do. We want some roomies. Give us some roomies. Um, but that does conclude our episode of Fudge and Meat. Thank you so much for listening and tuning to us on ColorCast. We love you. you. Should. We love you so very much. Thank you.